Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next soaring flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Greetings, Mo Weekends. This is Danny from the Magic Our Way podcast, and with me tonight is my brother from another mother of a different color. Say hello, Eli. Your man like no other. How you doing, Mo Weekend Nation? How you living today? <laughs> living good, I'm sure. And we have with us the fastest travel agent on two legs. Say hello, Lightning Lee. Hello, Mo Weekends. And we are Kevinless today, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, oh, whoa, shoot. Oh, touch that. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. We were obviously Kevinless today because we've had our full hour of technical inadequacy, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had technical difficulties starting the show, but we think we are all up and running again. Um, th- that is why, look, trying to do a show without Kevin is like, you know, having the Beatles without Paul. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, having um, it's like having conflicts without the bill. It's like run without DMC. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you you can't right. make it work. So it's like salt and pepper without Spinderella. It just can't have the same magic. Right now, it's magic light. Magic light. <laughs> we're we're doing right. the magic light podcast tonight. <laughs> I think even Kevin's equipment is upset when Kevin doesn't show up. That's why it don't want to work for us. This equipment is very moody. It yeah. is. It only likes Kevin's touch. It's like. Tales from the Crypt episodes about stuff like this. I'm right. pretty sure. <laughs> Does that have like roaches running out of the board and stuff? No, no, it's just like the, the, no. the equipment is just like everything was set oh, up from the last time we recorded, right? Sure. Like you're going to find the microcode cords wrapped around Eli and I's neck after we got strangled because this board doesn't want anybody touching it but it, Kevin. Exactly. It's, right. like, it's like if Kevin's not sitting in the seat, Mm-hmm. The board is just like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to work right. And it's like everything mm-hmm. is set up from the last time we recorded, which everything came out perfectly. It should be fine and running well, but for whatever reason, whenever anybody touches it, other than Kevin, it does not respond. Yeah, the crib keeper comes to do it like, ah! I'm like, All right, I'm done, I'm done. Kevin, mm-hmm. come back, sit in this chair, tell his machine to not be possessed. 
I'm going to start calling this board Christine. Christine. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) That'd be creepy. Like you're out one night and the microphone creeps up out of the door. (laughs) Yeah. Come in here. Look. Oh, the board's gone. Call Kevin. (laughs) Call Kevin. Christine's going after his wife. (laughs) You see the knobs are turning and everything. Lights are going up and down. Oh, man. Yes. Hilarity ensues. Yes. So anyway, guys, yeah, so we're back. We're, we're, we got a show for you today. We've put it together on the fly. We're doing a marvel theme show tonight because, you know, look, when Kevin's not here, our collective Disney knowledge drops exponentially. I mean, we're, we're still, we know what we're talking about, but I mean, you know, Kevin helps add to the discussion and we prefer to... Uh, have go, him included. Right. And it makes me happy. It does. Don't you want to make me happy? I'm and, part of the tribe too. And so... Why not showcase, especially on this week of all weeks, where Deadpool was released today, a Marvel entity. Not technically a Marvel Disney entity, but make no mistake about it. I'm sure Disney's... uh, They're getting paid. They're getting paid some kind of way. So it may not be theirs, but it's like a a third cousin Disney property. If if any more weekends out there like, hey, this is not official. Hey, look, you blame it all on me because I'm the Marvel guy. Usually I take a seat back. Mm Mm-hmm. But today, well, now you're on Front Street. I'm on Front Street. That's, That's right. right. I paraded, boy. That's right. Strut you know? it. Strut it. Wop, wop, wop. Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we're going to be discussing Deadpool, the movie. We're going to review it. Eli and I just saw it. We're anxious to talk about it. We, we, had to, we ate dinner afterwards. Mm-hmm. We had quite a lot of sake. And uh, it was hard. It was hard to resist talking about the movie. Absolutely. But we're, we, we've done our best to save our thoughts for the air, for you, for uh, our content, quite frankly. It has to be, yeah. We, that's so what you're hearing right now is not pre-planned, not scripted. It was literally like, hey, did you like the part? Oh, I can't say that because we're not on the podcast that's yet. That's right. Uh, so we're going to be discussing that and a whole bunch of other Side discussions that I'm sure we're going to get wrapped into, but enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot or dirt, why we all... All right, guys. Welcome to Guest Services. And first thing up in Guest Services, we want to give a shout-out to Richard Hercher and Mr. Mononymous for that wonderful intro that he gave us. Man, that was brilliant. I loved it. Wow, that was awesome. Yeah, if anything ever happens to Patrick Warburton, our national treasure, Patrick War, if anything happens to him, I mean, uh, what roles on Family Guy? Uh, oh wow, the yeah. soaring update. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was Superman, I think, for a bit too. The voice of Superman, I should say. But, so yeah, that was a great, that was a great intro. Yeah, I loved it. Lee, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was solid. I like it. it solid was, like sounds it. like a C. Sounds like you're giving it a C. No, I that's an A plus. Solid is an A, A plus. Yeah, that's solid, man. That's, that's yeah. That's a full on Coke for me. That's a full on Coke intro. That's not a yeah. That, that's, that's not no, Coke that's a, Zero. That ain't Diet Coke. That's no, full that on Coke. Coke in the glass bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The old school glass bottle. You just pulled it out the freezer. That's that's type of Coke that was right there. That's the type yes. of Coke that was. Was it the old school Coke where you had to actually open up the vending machine and slide it down the rack? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. coat. Up, it, yeah, to open up the ice chest. And yes. Had, yes. It was filled with ice and they had the little uh, bottle opener on the outside of the right. ice chest. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was the kind of coke where the guy drove up in the coke truck and delivered the bottles of coke <laughs> to your door, and if he could have it in the, like a, 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 a igloo of some sort that was already cold when you opened up the front door, that's what kind of coke that intro was. I and, think we found our go-to intro because like from, when Sean doesn't send in an intro, I think that's our intro. I'm with that, I'm with that, I'm with that. You with that, Lee? I'm down with that. You see, I don't know, solid down with that. It kind of sounds like you're you're settling. Doesn't seem like you're excited about it. Get excited, Lee. Come on. <laughs> I need some peanut M and M's. That'll give me. Oh, <laughs> so you wouldn't you wouldn't have to rate the coke. Would you rate it like uh, just a chocolate M and M or a peanut M M&M? and M? No, that that was actually like peanut M and M's mixed with the pretzel M and M's. There you go. You see, wow. I, you see, I got pumped up there. He's all in in the phrase. You just gotta find what Lee can relate to. <laughs> With yeah. the there we go. The uh, what? With bananas sitting in the background. No, I was gonna say don't compare it to bananas because you don't it don't stand no, a chance know, of bananas. Everyone knows you don't touch the bananas, right, Lee? That's right. They're just they're for decoration only. Exactly. That's right. The bananas are in there so long they grow legs and walk out. Ah. Good stuff, Mr. Mononymous. Very good stuff, man. We enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. Thank you so much for putting that together. That shows a lot of creativity and ingenuity and quite frankly, a really good vocal styling, man. That's 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 really that's right on. Mm-hmm. So thank you again, Mr. Mononymous. Wonderful entry. Hey, keep them coming. Who's next? All right. Next up on the Magic Our Way podcast, uh, we got a little something to discuss here because um, right around Mardi Gras. Actually, Mardi Gras Day itself, we got a, a text that came in that I kind of wanted to uh, talk about. And uh, Were we fired? What? Are we fired? No, we're not fired. Oh, okay. You say serious. That sounded like... Well, we're not fired. You know, we got to talk to Lee. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, usually when somebody <laughs> says, I got something serious to tell you when you're on like a gig or something, usually followed up with... You know, one or two things. It's not working out. Yeah, it's um, not working out. We need to talk. You're fired or the company's going under. So, you know, my heart was clenched up. It was bad. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, I, okay. I didn't mean you've been hurt before. Plenty of times. I'm still trying to oh, tough it out. Side. So I'll be all right, though. Just bring just bring on the news. We're going to do it slow. All right. We're going to do it slow. Take all your right. time. We got a message in from a, a gentleman by the name of Captain Stan. Uh, uh, again, it was Mardi Gras Day itself because Kevin texted us while I was at the parade route. Wow. So I, I was half drunk uh, reading this when, when he texted. And it said, uh, man, listening to the 2916 episode, I don't mind a little cheekiness every now and then, but the episode went too far. And I'm not going to say what he says here, but he, he mentioned some of the things that were said during the episode. And when you read it like this, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really sound as, as good. Um, but he goes on to say, it's not that children listen to your show. It's parents listening to you with kids in the car. I was embarrassed listening to the show. You guys are way better than that. You don't need trash to make the show better. Your talent is enough. Please stop getting in the gutter. <laughs> and uh, that that was the wow. message that we got. And um, Wow, gutter, huh? Yeah, gutter. Well, wow. now, the words that he say here... Or all, I, I think all of them were attributed to a message left to us by by Sean, Chief Woo Woo. Oh, okay. And um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And um, 
you know, I remember reading this and I remember seeing the words there and thinking to myself, that doesn't sound like stuff that we would say. And uh, asking Kevin, I was like, did, did we really say all the stuff that he said we said? Because it sounds pretty bad. And he's like, well, no, 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 that's mostly Sean. And I think he actually texted back uh, Captain Stan and, and said, hey, listen, um, we're really sorry. We value your opinion. But um, was it what we said or was it what Sean said? And he's like, well, it was really what Sean said. But you guys have been getting a little dirty now for the last four months. Last four months? Last four months. He, he, he was saying that, which... Thank you so much, Stan, for listening. But if after four months we're, we're a little dirty, maybe not put us on the car with the kid. But having said that, you're right. I don't want to insult you at all because I listened to the show back after hearing this. And, and, and I spoke to Kevin about it. And I said, look, I think that was like a Sean thing. I don't think we got that bad. And I went back and listened to it. And literally, Kevin opened out the show saying something that probably should not have been said. And it's not to put it all on Kevin because... God knows we're more than willing to go ahead and follow suit, need be. Um, so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying here is that, um, look, that one probably did go across the line, and that one probably did deserve to be labeled as, as explicit without having been edited uh, uh, accordingly, yes, for content. And I think Kevin did go back and edit uh, some of that episode to to make it better. But I listened back to it and I was like, yeah, you know what? Usually we deal in innuendo and little comments here and there. But that went too far. I felt it went too far. And as you hopefully you can tell, we've made an effort to curb uh, what we're going to do going forward. I can't tell you we're not going to go that way because we're. Hey, look, one of the things he did say in the response is that, you know, one of the things that makes our show great is because we really sound like we're having fun with each other. And we are. And part of that is dropping your guard and just speaking how you would normally speak. And sometimes when guys talk, the conversation goes blue and there's nothing you can do about it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go right ahead. No, I, you know, one thing I respect that he, he posted and I always encourage anybody to, um, say something because like you know we always say that hey look if you have something to say please tell us and yeah and he did so I, I say much respect to that yes uh i agree about the last one i mean it it was just kind of like one of those things where we got together and things were just kind of happening flying and sometimes you have those shows uh in my opinion right you know sometimes you have one where it's like okay we got this we got that you know one of us had a crazy day. One of us didn't. One of us is feeling, you know, after one of us has the rules in, in play. You never know what you're going to get each time. I don't think, I mean, I, I would tell Captain Stan, um, it's not like we personally have a script and we're like, hey, look, okay, you got to say beep, 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 beep here. Beep. I mean, it's just kind of just whatever happens just happens. But I agree about the last one. That was kind of crazy. But the past four months, I don't know about that one. Well, I lend credence to what he says in that. In the past four months, we've the content has gotten a little bit um, suggestive. I mean, but we okay. deal in a lot of innuendo, and that, uh, and like I'm saying, I can't, I can't not say that we're we're not going to do that again. That's yeah. the appeal of the show. We're guys talking Disney. If we were to try to do it any other way. I don't think that uh, it would sound like we're having near as much fun. Right. I mean, and then the thing is, too, is we also got nominated for an award we didn't even put in for, which was like an adult oriented podcast. We pretty much got labeled this without coming out being like, hey, 
we're like this. We just we just do what we do. We we talk how we talk. And I would say there are a few podcasts where it's like well, it no cursing, no, you know, we talking about there's times we talk about what? Resorts, mm-hmm. where to go, where it's a good time to do this. Mm-hmm. We let people come in and, and talk about their vacations and they're very cordial and very respectful. So I think there might be there's a little balance. I mean, this has been going on for a few years as far as just making the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so I think we'll try to be better, but yeah, you never, you know, you never know. That's what makes the show fun, right? A little spontaneity. Well, little spontaneity. And, and, and what he's saying there is something that I, I think I've said before, which is that I don't consider us adult orientated because I mean, really, I don't, I don't know that a Disney podcast about travel planning and imagineering and all the, I don't know that that necessarily, uh, appeals to children under the age of 10. No. And I think he's he's, he's trying to point that out and and I appreciate that cuz I mean I get that. P- people drive, they put I can't put a podcast on in the car when my daughter's in the car because quite frankly she's like, "Dad, this is boring." Put some she's going to want to listen to music. So I can't get away with any talking in the car. So I never would think to to play one in the car, but yeah, other people might. I don't. I'm curious. I about, got the opposite problem. My daughter, when we get together, she plays stuff in the car that sounds way worse than that last podcast. <laughs> well, and I feel what you're saying right there, Captain. There's some part she's singing a song, and I don't say anything because it's like, well, she's being happy. She's a good kid, you know. So it's like that balance where you're like, "Ooh, you just said that." Oh, I want to tell you stop, but at the same time, you didn't just. You know, he was singing a song, so you know you don't know where's the part where you go over the top and when you stay under the radar. You well, like know? when the girl says, "I got all the right junk in all the right places." Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, well, there are kids that are singing that along; they don't know what it means. Like, well, there's a part where they like that, that. Can I say that booty? You can say booty. I think we can say booty on this show. Yeah, that's probably I mean, that's the line. That's I like think that. if we said booty more, we'd probably get more eight to ten year old listeners. Probably <laughs> so. You got to say it like that booty, boop boop, that booty. You know, <laughs> that's actually, but that's a line in the song. And my and my kid would be saying that, yeah, that booty, pop that booty. I'm like, hey, hey, pop your booty back in the seat. Change the song. That's enough of that. The other day, my daughter starts belting out, shut up, pop, 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 pop. And, then, and all she's saying is shut up. And I don't know what the rest of it is. My <laughs> wife is like, no, there's a song that says shut up and dance. And it's like, is that what she's saying? Because I thought she was like, all my daughter hears is the shut up part. So, um, yeah. Lee, Lee, your thoughts, Lee. Well, I think like anything else, um, everyone's going to have their own level of tolerance. And uh, I think though. This particular show, we've already said our piece on it uh, was definitely a little more blue than it was probably like royal blue. Uh, So, you know, we hear you. We appreciate the input and, uh, you know, we'll take it going forward. And and look, the voice was heard because we are going to try and curtail things. Yeah, we we will not be clean. Uh, We will. will, There will be points in times where we. Go and we over. go off the rails, right. but it's going to have to happen here. But we will endeavor to make sure not to bring you such a show again. And if we do, we'll edit it accordingly or label it explicit. And we always do respect the Disney property. We never really go and say, hey, you know, there's nothing that's really taken out of turn with anybody. So, I mean, I'm kind of I'm, I'm just that's my last thing. I'm, I'm with you on the last show, but I think the last four months. I don't I don't know about that. That's just me personally, because uh, we talked about our, our field trip in the last four months. We 
We talked about, you know, we talked about Star Wars. I don't think any of that was like. Well, just because we didn't maybe do it every single week. Maybe maybe it's a pattern of behavior that pops up every once in a while over the last four months, you know. But here, look, I want to also, to like with Sean, when Sean sends in something like that, obviously you don't want to edit listener content. as You want to avoid that as much as you can. I mean, you appreciate these guys putting together the hard work that it takes to go ahead and do this kind of stuff. And we, the last thing we want to do is edit their voice. Absolutely. We want, you know, we want them to, we want them to be heard in the manner that they felt they, they feel like now having said that uh, yes going forward we will make it a, an effort we did but it, it's not for like, not having yeah. labeled for not having labeled the episode as explicit i suppose some of the things that were said could be taken the wrong right. way and we know what it's like to to add content to other projects and then have them edited for content without our consent or our knowledge of it and we don't like that, so we try to keep that freedom to other people that want to chime in, and we respect their opinion. And, and again, yeah, Captain Stan, you know, much apologies on that, but thank you for chiming in because, hey, that's how you communicate. That's how you keep the channels going. So. And believe it or not, there are people who actually write in that are a fan of the more <laughs> <laughs> more bluer ones. Yeah, the, 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 the bluer the better. <laughs> hey, you know. Hey, so I- to end this out, I want to know where Captain Stan is from because uh, the exact word uh, he used was cheeky, cheekiness. So I'm guessing he's not from the States. Why? What, Got some international che- fans. What's wrong with cheeky? No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like it's not something like I think American. That's US a nickname I give my kid. Like, a, like an English thing. I, I, I wonder if he's from the UK or something. I call my kid that. You do? Yeah. Okay. I stand corrected. I'm I not fussing. I'm just saying. I'm. Yeah, I just thought cheeky was more like a like a UK thing. Are you stereotyping? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I was gone blue again. The shoe fits where it. I just was curious. I mean, that is a nickname I give my kid. I'm like cheeky. I think if the British are more proper. Maybe maybe Lee's on to something here. All right. So thank you very much, Captain Stan. We appreciate it, and let it be known that your voice has been heard, and we will endeavor to be better. And as much as we can manage. Who's next? And lastly on guest services, I wanted to give a shout out to Rick Suero, who bought us some beignets. <laughs> what? You know about Look this? Bought yeah. us some beignets. Kevin hooked it up on the website because we get hungry here at the Magic Our Way podcast. Whenever we're putting together a little show like this, we got to get the fellas together. We need sugary substance to go ahead and help us survive. Help us stay alive. Get some energy because, I mean... We're recording this. It's 11 o'clock at night. Yes. Yeah. Over an hour was spent trying to get the sound <laughs> levels right. But truly, only three of us ever need be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sugar helps. Sugar yeah. does help. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Rick, thank you, Rick. Yeah, Rick, you know, send us a donation, $2.14, so we can go buy ourselves some beignets to help keep our energy and our show running. Thank you so much, Rick. Really appreciate it, man. And speaking of Rick, hey, uh, who's going on a cruise? Who? Oh, I guess I just said it. Rick Swirl. Hey! <laughs> yeah, so we got it all booked up for next year. He's uh, going, going on a cruise with his family? Yeah. Oh. Big family deal, man. Going on a little four-day cruise. Going to go down and see uh, Castaway K and all that stuff. So, uh, as always, Rick, we appreciate uh, you booking with... Uh, the agency and uh, letting us take care of your family on this vacation. Exciting and new. 
That was my jam back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're expecting you. Expecting you. Oh. I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that. They used to all show up like the little cat. I feel like an obligation to finish playing it now because y'all seem like y'all are digging this. I was hoping Lee would stretch that for a little bit and I could play a little more of that. Lee, you want to chime in on this? I'm just alone. For Rick and family, oh. <laughs> set your course to cast away chaos sword. If there's anything we've learned from the last recording, is that Lee can't sing with the music. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he was just gonna go with the theme. <laughs> like you know, boom. I know I can't yeah. sing. You know, I know I can't sing. But I mean, sometimes the song just gets you, and you just kind of. Mm. Well, good, good, good on you, Rick. Enjoy the time with your family on that cruise and tell Captain Stupid and Isaac I say hello. And never let yeah. go. And Captain Stan, too. <laughs> and Captain Stan. <laughs> Captain Stan's on Captain can't stand, Captain Stan's running the boat? I, I guess so. He's like, hey, the only thing I want blue here is the ocean. Captain Stan's going to be in charge of entertainment. Oh no! It can't be that. I just heard that. Like, no. <laughs> and no, we don't. We don't hope you hit an iceberg or nothing. No. <laughs> if you see an iceberg, go to the back of the boat. Yeah. If you see an iceberg, you're on the wrong boat. The wrong boat. The wrong boat. The wrong boat. Who told you to make that reserve? <laughs> the wrong boat. You see, who needs curse words to be funny, right? Damn. Damn right. (laughs) 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 All right, Moeekins. First up on the queue, Adventures by Disney offers new ways to explore America in 2016. Uh, So this is pretty cool, I thought. Adventures by Disney announces three new United States vacations that showcase the diverse destinations of Walt Disney World Resort and Central Florida. Montana, and Washington, D.C., and Philadelphia. Each of these week-long trips is filled with activities unique to the destinations visited. Um, so, of all that, like, all I heard was Walt Disney World Resort in Central Florida vacation. So, just like in uh, when you can do the California one where you can go behind the scenes uh, and visit Walt's apartment, all that stuff. So, it's going to be similar uh, with VIP experiences for the Walt Disney World theme parks. So, uh, for example, for the Walt Disney World one, uh, you can enjoy backstage access and VIP experiences at the Walt Disney World theme parks, outdoor adventures in the wilds of Florida, and a private lunch with an astronaut and more. An astronaut? Uh, an astronaut. So they're going to not just do Walt Disney World. They're going to do Central Florida. So, so wait, you don't uh, get an Imagineer. You get an astronaut? An astronaut. Private lunch with an astronaut and more. From going behind the scenes at the all-new Rivers of Light Nighttime Spectacular at Animal Kingdom. Uh, theme park and taking part in one kind of experience with Disney Imagineers to exploring Central Florida's unique natural wonders. There is truly something for everyone in this hassle-free family and vacation. So, I mean, we can go through Montana and Washington. It's all good stuff. But I thought that was pretty exciting, man. You're gonna get to, you know, you, you know, meet Imagineers, uh, astronauts, all kinds of stuff, man. So that's that's pretty sweet, dude. That's cool. I wouldn't mind meeting an astronaut. Like uh, like an, a step on the moon astronaut because it's been a while since we've done that. 
<laughs> Buzz Aldrin, what you think? <laughs> You're going to be Buzz Aldrin and Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I can't believe you get to, to eat with an astronaut. That's pretty cool. That is cool. It just... But I'm with you. I'm like, well, who's the astronaut? Like, what if somebody just passed the test of yeah, being an I mean, astronaut? Yeah, but it's not like the. I mean, you're still an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not. It's not like it's not awesome, but it's Wait, like. Well, what do you mean you're still an astronaut? <laughs> you passed the test. Like you're a lesser astronaut no, if you I didn't mean, go on the moon. Right. No. Well. The, the, yeah. Then went on the moon. Anyway. It's got to be mm-hmm. an astronaut that's been to space because that's the first question they'll ask any astronaut is what it's like in space. Whoa, whoa, there you go. Okay, that was weird. Danny went out for a second. I went out. He didn't okay. hear what you just said. Go ahead and say again, Link. Oh. No, I just was saying that you have to go to outer space to be an astronaut, right? I went out again. What the f***, man? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, stay. don't be blue. Stay true. Hello? I don't know. I just heard you go in and out. Uh-oh. You got the super bike, too. What's up with that? This. Wow. There you go. Okay, okay. Hello, hello. Yeah, now I hear you. Yeah, but I mean, it just keeps going in and out. That's crazy. Hello, hello. hello. That thing's possessed, okay? That thing is possessed. Jeez. Okay. That thing does not want to work if Kevin's not here. It, like, only works for Kevin. I, I'm I'm 100% with you. If I touch it to move it, that's when it goes out. That, it, that, it, we're going to name that thing Tina because it's <laughs> Kevin's private dancer. It only dances for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. I don't know where we left off on that. Wait, what were we saying? Astronauts? Okay. So what I was saying is that an astronaut is an astronaut. It's still, you know, might not be the most famous astronaut, but it's still an astronaut. And you were saying like, well, they haven't been to space. They have to have gone to space to be an astronaut. If not, they just work at NASA. Yes. Yeah. And if you've been right. in the moon... You're a good astronaut. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah, got A plus yeah. for astronaut. You right. the you the Coke uh, astronaut. Yeah, you're not the Diet Coke astronaut. You're the the real Coke astronaut. <laughs> I mean, that is the telltale sign of an astronaut. How do you be an astronaut if you hadn't gone astra? <laughs> yeah. No, you're totally yeah. right. I went on the simulator. Like, no, no. Get back to me after you. I rode, you I rode the, the I rode the mission space at Epcot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I passed the test. That's I rode. gonna be part of the tour. They're gonna take you to mission space. And be like, all right, that's it. Oh well, shoot! If they don't throw up there, then they should be fine in space. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, also in Magic Kingdom, uh, how, how, you guys ever stick around and watch the uh, Dream Along with Mickey show? They do in the middle, um, uh, right there by the castle. I've seen it before where Mickey actually talks. Mm-hmm. And the little fireworks go off a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, re- that show is being replaced. Uh, the that show, show that show's been be- there forever. Yeah, so I think it's it's a good thing, you know, switch it up a little bit. Always good to A little uh, bit? How long has it been there for? <laughs> as long as I've been going to Disney. I was going to wow. say, I don't remember there even being another show. Yeah, so this summer is an all-new live stage show, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. Uh-huh. Um, was going to grace the stage of Walt Disney World with magic, music, and merriment against the majestic backdrop of Cinderella's Castle at Magic Kingdom Park. Mickey Mouse and his friends will welcome favorite characters from some of the Disney's newest classics, which would be what? That, well, that's a code word for Frozen, I'm assuming. <laughs> Frozen is definitely... Um, the Princess, yeah, the princess, princess and, and the, the frog. frog and Tangled. I wouldn't call that a classic, but okay. Not it, Brave. It, what was the other one? Tangled? No, Brave sucked. Yeah. 
I mean, but isn't that yeah, a classic now, right? No, it's not a classic. I wouldn't even call it. Didn't get paid as much as Frozen. That's what's up. Uh, yes. If, if yeah. you get Channing Tatum to be um, Princess Elsa, Channing Tatum is going to be Princess Elsa. Elsa. He dressed up as Princess oh, Elsa right, for a, a, a show called Lip Sync Battle. Lip Sync, they sure did. He dressed up in the in the wig and the prince's outfit and snow fell, the whole thing. Man, it's a brand new world. I saw Adele <laughs> brought her son to Disney World dressed as Princess Anna, and I was just like, wow, okay. You know, a different world. Like I remember yeah. being a kid and watching TV, and when like you'd watch wrestling, and if the manager lost, he had to wear a dress, and that was a bad thing. But mm-hmm. dress is now a good thing. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be told when I was a kid, like you can't, you know, you can't have like <coughs> earring. Let's say, bless you. but maybe, yeah, bless you. maybe we were gendered biased. Maybe well, we were just maybe taught, we, we were just saw a different age. But he was, he was Tatum was playing against his wife, who I didn't know who she was, but I, I seen her in the Supergirl show. And she was in. They met on Step It Up. I'm not a big Tatum fan, but apparently he had a daughter who was a big fan of Frozen, so he did this as a way to you know i guess stay on her good side so i was just like wow though but then i'm not all right look i let that go but then he he went as beyonce on his final act like he wore like a wig and all his other stuff and beyonce came out so it was crazy anyway he can dance too i mean the evidence is starting to mount <laughs> yeah i'm just saying it, it, it's, it's just it, it was just to relate to the power of frozen being the not new classic and nothing wrong with that you know hey look this is i you mean know, john travolta started dancing and next thing you know the rumors start flying i mean if channing tatum becomes a scientologist <laughs> that that's it they're gonna start uh, questioning if he, if he becomes a woman because he i mean really he they made him up to be like a chick like just a big chick it was it was it was wild wow Ah, the tv entertainment world entertainment does strange things so you know we i I was gonna say like reading all the stuff with adele and channing tatum now you're telling me about this i need to talk about mommy daddy why did you gender bias me y'all never let me wear a dress when i was a little boy what what, i don't what was y'all what's wrong with you You picked my life out for me, God dog. And what are you, a parent? <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else, uh, Lee, that you got? I don't think we could have beat that into the ground anymore. Well, that's what we excel at. Probably not, but that was fun. That was, I know. All right, Lee. So, thank you for that information. And now it's time for a Marvel moment. So, Eli, we just got done seeing Deadpool. Yeah. How'd you like it? Oh, man, that was some crazy zany fun. That's that's definitely uh, that's full-on Coke delivered to your house. Nice and cold to be drunk. Okay, the drinking kind of Coke, okay? Yeah, the drinking kind of Coke. I'm sorry. Like, you know, as soda Coke. As long as we're clarifying here. Soda Coca-Cola. We're, we're trying to be better people. There's different ratings I use for movies. If you heard the podcast about The Force Awakens, there's Coke Zero, which is bad. And then there's like, you know, <laughs> Diet Coke, which is like, okay, new Coke. I'd take Coke Zero over Diet Coke. You would take that, Coke Zero over Diet Coke? That's just me. So Diet Coke is not the worst? Because it was a new style of rating system, so it can still that be. That sweet aftertaste is always 
Dinner. Yeah. Okay, so if you get Diet Coke, that's like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. Coke Zero, ah, it was flat, but I could walk away from it. Where does Tab fall in on this scale? Tab is like, why did I pay for that? <laughs> tab is like, you know, if they play it on Netflix, you want your six ninety nine back. That's right. the, That's Tab. All right. So let's talk about Deadpool because I... We walked out of the movie theater, and the first thing I, I said to you as we walked out of the theater was, wow, this is going to be a hard review to do because I absolutely positively have nothing negative to say about this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie hit on every... Po- I mean, generally, my mind gravitates towards, wow, what, what did I see that didn't work out? This movie hit on everything. There wasn't one part of that movie that bothered me where I was like, ooh, that could have been better. That was bad. The only thing I think... and and in talking was to see Gina Carano in a mullet. <laughs> that was, was the one thing I didn't care for. Uh, just because she's a bad girl doesn't mean she needs to be unattractive. Gina Carano didn't need a mullet. Mm. In fact, um, they could have worked on the female hairstyling a little bit. But beyond that, I mean, what a great movie. Yeah, I think I think one of the key parts, and like you said, it was hard to find something wrong with because the movie didn't take itself seriously. I think that's like a new style that maybe these companies might need to start importing because when you have, you know, when you have these movies like, you know, the Avengers or you have like Spider-Man, they're like, okay, this guy's a hero. He's doing this. He's doing that. Got to have drama. Deadpool was just, it just didn't like from the intro. I mean, it just didn't take itself seriously at all. So therefore you have, you're not prepared for what you're going to watch. It's one of the first movies that I've ever seen where, there was no, there was an intro credits, mm-hmm. but there was no names associated <laughs> with the credits whatsoever. In fact, if you weren't laughing <laughs> midway through the credits, you probably just ought to leave right then and there. Yeah. If you if you watch this movie and by the by the time the credits are finished rolling, if you haven't laughed once, go get your money back and save the rest of the time that you might be there because this is this movie isn't for you. Yeah, you. I mean, they had stuff like it. I guess it's like minor spoiler alert, but it's like, yeah, a oh, CGI yeah. character, a British villain, <laughs> yeah. you know. But it's like all this chaos ensuing while these intros are happening. Uh, yeah, that was... You're right. That was a really good point. That was, that was crazy entertaining. And yeah. I think, like, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of did that way. It started off where it just didn't take itself seriously. Like, hey, look, you know, well, wop, no. wop, wop. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy like started off with a woman dying of cancer. Okay, well, it was serious. Yes. Okay, yes. you're right. But I mean, and this the movie- next thing you know, he's on a planet kicking creatures and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, singing the song. But this, yes. okay, but come on. This dude, it starts off, the intro starts off with people being burned and shot in the freeze frame with the car turning. I mean, well, let, let's absolutely say spoiler alert. Okay. Because okay, all right. Total spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Total spoiler. The intro starts off with people being burned and sliced and cut and everything. Shot, everything. shot and all that. And it all happens to the background song of just call me angel, angel the, of the morning. Yeah. Angel. <laughs> which as soon as you're seeing the logo <laughs> come by. And as soon as you hear that song kick in, Mm-hmm. There's a part of you was like, is is that what I think it is? And sure enough, it, it was exactly what you thought it was. And um, it's a slow motion scene through the car where you're seeing various little psych gags 
that all work. I mean, in that short period, they'd already paid homage to Deadpool's creator. Yeah, Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. They they made fun of uh, Green Lantern mm -hmm. in that time. For I mean, the psychags alone are. I mean, if you have any appreciation of comic history whatsoever, you will get that and love it. Yeah, you had a few Easter eggs, if you will. Like I think that's one thing we've never really done before. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, see Easter eggs. Usually, you know, you wait. It's like, oh, hey, this this happened. Did you see this? Did you see that? Look, telling you, I guess it was just like a Marvel comic thing because, like, you know, Deadpool's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Rob Liefeld, this guy, Fabian Nishiza, Nishiza, last name is spelled really weird to me. Mm -hmm. They created the guy, but he was like straight serious dude. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like later, um, he got taken over by this guy, uh, Joe Kelly, who kind of added humor to the character. So it's almost like it's like if you took Spider-Man and mix it with like a ninja and mix it with Wolverine's healing powers, that's what you got. But mm -hmm. a funnier Spider-Man than what you see in the movies. Well, what's amazing about this movie is this movie should not exist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the most amazing part of this, because considering Ryan Reynolds headed. Green Lantern, which mm -hmm. was probably one of the worst received movies. I didn't I didn't think it was particularly bad, but yeah, it, it wasn't a, a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and the fact that he had portrayed Deadpool earlier and yeah. it was reviled. His portrayal of Deadpool as this silent. zombie like silent mouth sewn shut. Yeah, and the Wolverine Origins, yeah, which yeah. was already a bad movie before he showed up, totally. Right, so that they gave him a second crack at this, and then addition to that said, go ahead, be as raunchy as you want, we're going to make this an R-rated film. Mm -hmm. For a comic book franchise, this should have never happened, but it did, and when it's done right, it's just done right. Yeah, I mean, the, okay, we'll, we'll kind of jump forward. I think one of the cooler things, too, about it was the way they told a story. Like, I'm a fan of a story that's being told in the middle of something. And then yeah. it kind of like, you know, because it was almost like a Quentin Tarantino style, but not as confusing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, they kind of they, they did it right. It wasn't like they do it like maybe one caption, but he narrated the story. So it was like, okay, this part, it's like part what was like part action, part romance, part horror. You would say, because that's how you said it. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Uh, but I love the way they told the story. It wasn't like I had to sit and wait 30 minutes for everything to build up, get to this point. It builds up. You get some action and it drops. This movie was just like, boom, out the gate. You get some action. You get to a point where it stops. You're like, oh, how did the guy get in this spot? And then you get movie. Mm -hmm. And and there was nothing boring about like, no. I, you know, nothing Nothing boy. He was always somewhere interesting. Every character was interesting. Um every I mean he was cracking a joke every time, you know, it was just it was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I enjoyed it. Stan Lee. <laughs> One of the best cameos <laughs> and probably the most fun Stan Lee ever had filming a cameo. I bet. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm just going to say, we said spoiler, Stanley in a strip club with women. I mean, you're talking about full frontal nudity. Yeah, absolutely. It Coming was, to the stage. Yes. Yeah. And, and he, Stan's the announcer. Yeah. He was pumped, too. He was like, accessior. Action. <laughs> Coming to the stage right now. Yes. L ladies and gentlemen, if your kid comes to you, if the Magic Our Way podcast can give one service here, 
despite our our questionable tag is a this is for you captain uh, yes if we can give you one service here if your kid comes to you and says mom yeah it's rated r but it's a superhero movie it how bad could it be and you'd be like yeah here's the money go see it there is full frontal nudity in here i want to say i mean there's shadows but it seemed that they were there was some of them with no shadows there was some he was walking and you know how you doing? We, we weren't in IMAX 3D. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm pretty sure I saw what I think I yeah, saw. Yeah, it was like, you know, good morning, how you doing in there. Right. Yeah, so, that was... Well, let me... I'll just say this. Like, I don't understand how people didn't realize this. Like, it's rated R. Like, what else do you need to know to tell you that this show is not for kids? Well, I think Demolition Man was rated R and stuff like that. But Blade, even you talking Blade about that? Rated, yeah, well, we were talking... We were talking about, I mean, has there ever been a superhero movie before that was rated R? And Eli said Blade, and I said that doesn't count because he was fighting vampires. Superheroes fight supervillains. I mean, you know. (laughs) Vampire hunters fighting vampires. I mean, yes, technically superhero, but not really superhero. But it's based on, that's the trick, it's based on a comic book. You expect the vampire movie to be rated R. That makes sense. Right. Well, you know, but the thing is, is like, it was a comic book movie that's rated R. Yeah, yeah, it fits. It fits. It, you know, and this guy probably get he tells you he's not a superhero. Huh? Get, get off your phone. Well, I'm, I'm, I see you looking for that. I'm trying to. This, this, I'm going to say there's some other ones up for it. Why is it? Why I like that? Are you going to make me think? Yeah, I'm making you think. What are some? What are some that are rated R? Superhero movies that are rated R. We'll come Watchmen. Back. Okay, there was a big blue dong in in, in Watchmen. You're, Watchmen. Yeah. No, it was more than that. Remember when they was in the owl, the the ship? Uh huh. Yeah, that that was after like twenty minutes of the big blue dong. I mean, I'm just saying, but like it's it's been done, and you know, but and, and this but is there again, Watchmen again, not your prototypical superhero movie. I think right. when people well, really and think wasn't of this one, like barely made it to R, like it was, it was probably lucky it got to get to R. Who? What? Watchmen? Oh. No, he's in no, Deadpool. No, uh, uh, Deadpool. I, no, Deadpool know, earned it, every. Yeah. every... No, that's what I mean. Like it barely got to be an R. Like it was should have been worse it should have been nc-17 probably but oh no barely- i don't know about no, that. i don't know about that nah. it, it i think what it is is like people think rated r they're like oh well it's a superhero movie so that means some guy's gonna punch somebody off the planet and right might it's go- gonna be a little violent and there might be some language it's gonna right. be like rambo maybe I said yeah it the wrong way nc-17 is under r right Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. No, I mean, I'm, no I'm, I'm NC-17 is over R. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's no. what I miss. I what? It was, NC-17 like, is worse than R. No, 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 it's not. No. If you go, wor- if that's worse than R, NC-17 no, so. is worse than I R. I thought NC-17 was like as close to R as a T can get I think to right. R. Man, no, to I think R I is, no, 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 this is an awesome discussion. I think R, go look it up, Blake. I think I am right now. Okay. I think R means that you can go see it with a parent or guardian. NC seventeen means you're out of luck no matter what. If you're under oh, seventeen, no, that's gotta be R. That has to be R. No, R you can see with a parent or a guardian. I watched Lethal Weapon with my daddy. Okay, you're right. NC seventeen is you're goddamn right. Yeah, I'm right. Let it finish. Wait. <laughs> no one under seventeen admitted, period. That's uh, that's NC seventeen. Uh. NC seventeen is worse than R. Who's great? Yeah, R is seventeen if you were with your parents. That's right. NC seventeen means you just cannot say? even bring your parents. Like, you're not getting in, period. You know, when you try and drop knowledge, some people Are you kidding me right now? What? Well, there used to be a time you said R okay, so that was, was the time for the apology, not the time to be like, All right, oh, well, hey, no, you got me, you got me, but let me make sure I got this straight. No, 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 no,
no, no. I didn't get you. I got you and Lee. That's just Both crazy. That's crazy. You mean to tell me if this rating is worse than what we saw on that movie, which was an awesome movie, but they pushed itself to a very particular extreme, like, you know, violence right. well, and beauty and cursing and... They should have got an NC-17, but they maybe even cleaned it up a little to get to R. So it wanted to be worse? I didn't know yeah. NC-17 was the highest bad NC- rating. Oh, God, yeah. NC-17 is the worst, like, unless you're going into X. Okay. Only well, the, the next one over is X. Well, you know, you yeah. can't go past that because then nobody gets to see it in the theater unless you like. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. I, all right. No, I apologize because I really thought that NC-17 was, like, the next step from, like, PG-13. And then no. R was still like the thing, you know? Right. No, no. Yeah, no. NC seventeen is you cannot get in if you're under seventeen, period. That's right. Even with your even with your parents, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the public service that we're doing here is that we're telling uh parents everywhere, no matter what you, you your your kid might tell you, do not let your kid go see this movie. Yeah, let the kid read the comic book for Well, what? maybe not that either. Well the, the comic book is Okay, start from scratch, you know, because it's not that hardcore. Right. You know, I mean, you know, he's fighting villains and stuff like that. But uh, all right, well, look, well, here's some reasons, I guess we can say that it, it, it is what it is, but it's still entertaining to go and see. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, yeah, the, the guy is totally disfigured. I, I did like how they kept to the look like he looked exactly like the book. Like, yeah. Exactly. No variations, no twistedness. He looked exactly like he's supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I And then he was assisted by Colossus. Like, yeah. when I saw Colossus in the preview, I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's a guy that, like, they'll show you, like, five seconds of him, <laughs> and then, like, you don't see him again. But he was full-on good guy in the movie. Full-on Russian, too, man. He sounded yeah. like Boris Bat. I was like, where's Moose and Squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> Ron, you should go and stay here and have some Porsche with us. It'd be good. You stay in the X Mansion. It's a good thing. Then he had he had a teenage sidekick, and I cannot. It was like teenage Nagasaki something warhead. Or I was something. gonna say like Nagasaki teenage warhead. warhead. Yeah, or... something like that. Like thermonuclear war. Yes, some, uh, some crazy name. <laughs> some crazy name, but. Yeah. I didn't know what to think of that. The chicken, she was interesting, but I mean, I think she appealed to the rebellious teen, which I get that. And I laughed at some parts between her and, and, and Deadpool because that reminds me of somebody that I know when I have interaction with them. So You're related. Yeah, yeah. Yes. exactly. I'm t- totally like, yeah, whatever. Like, hey, <laughs> is it going to be a moment of silence or a mean comment? A mean comment. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. That, that was all, oh, man. And the jokes just kept coming. I mean, like, you know, I just I just had a good laugh. Um, Absolutely. I mean, look, hey, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that some of them were hit and miss, but some of them yeah. were so funny that you didn't catch the next one. Mm-hmm. Like, because there was times where I was laughing so hard that I missed the, the, the follow up joke to it. The whole movie was just lines like that's yeah, the whole movie. And you're going to have that. Like, there's some movies I'm like, OK, I don't know what the hell that one meant. Yeah, but that, that sounded funny. OK. The whole show was funny. Action, action packed. Ryan Reynolds is amazing in it. And yes. I, I never thought I'd, I'd ever say that. I, I wasn't the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan, but mm-hmm. I mean, he, he knocked it out of the park. That was great. Um, he made fun of himself as yes. an actor and then like as himself as 
Ryan Reynolds. That was crazy. He made fun of himself. He made fun of the original portrayal of Deadpool and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He made fun of himself as the Green Lantern. Uh, he made fun of, um, oh my God, he made fun of the timelines in the X-Men movies. Because it was like, we're going to take you to see Professor X. And he's like, is it McAvoy or oh, Stewart? Stewart. <laughs> he didn't even say Patrick, but he says, is it McAvoy or Stewart? It's so hard to keep these timelines straight. Yeah, it was. I think it was like, all right, the line that killed me the most, he went and he was like, wow, you guys have like a big mansion here, but there's only two of you that show up. I guess the studio didn't have enough budget to put in more X-Men. Oh, man. And that, okay, there's a valid criticism of the movie in and of itself is that it felt small. The movie kind of felt like it was was happening like in, in a small little, like you could- That's true. Yeah, you could feel that the budget was a little limited on this. I mean, really, the most famous star was Ryan Reynolds, and the second most famous star was Gina Carano. Gina Carano. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. The but they had ones, Colossus. It was yeah. like, I was awesome. The other ones you've seen before, I've seen their work before, but I, I couldn't tell you. And uh, here's something else. If you're going to pick nets, the plot of the movie wasn't anything. It, it wasn't Godfather 2. It wasn't. It didn't. But. That's, that's what a, made it work. Right. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It, it, the plot is very simple. There's not a whole lot that's going to trip you up where you're just not following along with the story. It's mm. very, very, very simple. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. And the, and, and, and the good thing of it is, is that you don't get bogged down in all that because what you're watching is mostly comedy. But at the same time, you're not going to see an original story that you've never seen um, you what you will see though is an original superhero story. You see, a, yeah, original superhero origin story. I was gonna yeah, say that. I mean, yeah. this is every superhero origin story just told in a slightly different way, but with jokes, crazy jokes. It was a it was edge. abbreviated almost, yeah. and, and and that was the, that was the thing. Is again, that's what I liked is the way that they told the story. It wasn't mm-hmm. like okay, this is how I got to this point. Oh, now I'm looking after. It was like. The way they did it was, all right, you knew who he was. You knew what he was after. You knew why he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was like you learned that in the first 20 minutes. And, yeah, you're right. It's not like uh, an, an epic four-hour movie or it's not something where you kind of have to read through it. But it's enough where it it, it serves the purpose. Like, hey, look, this is why I'm here. Boom. Let's just get you know up and, and, and going and smash stuff. And uh for that, it it is it, it's good, and it has some parts where you're like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting that." But I would agree with you on the cast. Like there were people that would pop up that would be extras that you're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Like I didn't know there was like this one part where he fought some guy, and he was like somebody that he knew. He was like some random soldier guy. Oh, you know who that was? Was that the guy in the in the in the office in the? No, no, no. That was a comic book throwback. That was Hydra Bob. I don't know. It's a comic book thing. Oh, I stumped the comic book master. I'm like Hydra Bob. Whoa, Marvel Danny. How you like that? You can, like Marvel, like Hydra Bob. I'm like, a, he's a recurring character in Deadpool. He's a guy who worked for Hydra. Okay. And his name is Bob. But technically, and, and the reason I know this, I'm, I'm not... You know, trying to be obnoxious. That's all right. I'm- the reason I know this is actually because there was a story about this because Deadpool is Disney without being Disney because Disney and Marvel are one entity. So, but Disney had nothing to do with this movie. What Disney has the rights to is Hydra, 
Which is the organization that Captain America fights in the Captain well, America movies. Mm-hmm. Hydra Bob, now, uh, of course, he's, because they're all created by Marvel and these entities bleed into one another. Uh, Hydra Bob was a, just a regular foot soldier. Like, picture like if you had Cobra, you know, like G.I. Joe, you watch G.I. Joe, just a random Cobra soldier, and his name was Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and him and Deadpool happen to be friends. That was Hydra Bob, and Hydra Bob's got kids and everything like that. And him and him and Deadpool were were buddies. But this became a story, and this is how I know about it. This became a story because they used Hydra Bob, but they don't have the rights to use Hydra Bob oh, because God. they never said he was Hydra Bob. They said Bob. They, they just said Bob. But they also threw in that they worked together and there was a wife. and But whatever it was, they got away with it, even though technically they weren't supposed to use Hydra Bob. Jeez. Jeez. Well, yeah, that didn't even need to be on my radar. <laughs> so with that. That's twice I've educated you tonight. I, well, the rating thing, you could, yeah, you got me there. You know, I, I like that, though. I have no problem learning some new stuff. If, if it's comic-related and, you know, it's it's all this stuff, that's the best part about being on. You learn something new every day. Here to educate and entertain. Yeah, so I would I would go ahead and say, without spoiling too much, I would I would definitely give that movie, like, uh, fresh Coke on your doorstep. Coca-Cola the soda. <laughs> Classic Coke. Classic Coke. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, classic Coke. Uh, very funny, entertaining to say that. Oh, the, and the edit is worth it. And stay stay for the credits. So l- let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, though. In the scope of, of comic book movies, because I'm one who, who I enjoyed the Marvel movies. I enjoyed the very first Iron Man, but I kind of felt like they found that they hit on a formula. And once they hit on that formula, now these movies got longer and longer. And so there would be dead points in the movie instead of just being a nice, you know, thorough, entertaining ride through. Where does Deadpool rank in terms of superhero movies? And your top, let's say top three superhero movies of all time. Because if if you were to ask me, you know, what were your top three superhero movies of all time? I, I would have to say, you know, Dark Knight Returns. I'd have to say Iron Man. Okay. Uh, and wow, the, the the third one at this point in time would have to be Deadpool. Mm. I mean, I got, I have okay, different. So you're saying Deadpool is better than Guardians of the Galaxy? It's close. It, it's really close. Guardians of the Galaxy deserves to be in that conversation. And, and I mean, by I'm the way, not a comic book guy, but like Guardians of the Galaxy to me is like kind of the standard in which I judge other comic book movies at this point no no no, and i'm with you on that but here and, and look let me let me be clear when i said those three names i that was in no particular order but right. here's what i tell you gardens of the galaxy gets a pass that you know kind of like blade where gardens of the galaxy had nothing to live up to because most right, people right, right, right. who sat down to watch gardens of the galaxy didn't know what to expect and got an entertaining movie deadpool there were severe expectations even a disappointment from the last time this guy was on screen, played by the exact same actor that they had to overcome. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy is a grander movie, a more beautiful movie. The special effects were better. The, the, the cast of characters were better. No doubt about it. For Deadpool, you might have expected nothing, but it still had to live up to Deadpool. Gardens of the Galaxy just had to live up to being a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just had to make, make any just, sense. It had to make Rock and Raccoon look cool. Yeah. If we couldn't pull that off, it wasn't it wasn't happening. Yeah, it, I gotcha. It, it had the benefit of 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 lowered expectations. 
Well, so you got to you got to see it though, how huh? you got to see it to compare. Yeah, I still got to see it. That's what I, see that, and that was gonna be my question is, Guardians of the Galaxy I like because not being a comic quote unquote comic book person, mm-hmm. it's still a great movie. It is like you don't have to know nothing about comic books at all. Can you say the same for Deadpool? Like if you don't yes. know anything about yes. Deadpool, only Absolutely. thing I know about Deadpool is my kid wanted to be Deadpool for Halloween one year. That's all I know about Deadpool at all. You you, you will was, walk away loving the character. Yeah, you don't you don't right. need to that like me. I was just like I was a fan from y'all, way y'all back. Are talking about a lot of these inside jokes, yeah. and references to this, that, and the other. Yeah, but I'm. It sounds like you would still enjoy the movie even if you don't get those inside jokes. Yeah, you without don't a question. Have, yeah, you don't have to. That was just something like if it was almost like if you had seen like the the Force Awakens and then like you just happened to go see it and then you just like you said like you know how you, you saw the speeder bike pass by like some old. Star Destroyer or, or something You'd be like oh I just happened to notice that like there's some movies you go to see and then there's other movies that and again we knew we were going to talk about it so my eyes were just a little more wide open and uh, I just was like oh that's cool they paid homage to the creator of the book right you know like okay let me put it like this Lee if they paid homage to the creator of Guardians of the Galaxy no one would know about it because no one really knows anything about that franchise right Gar- that's what Deadpool had to live up to is that the few things he had a cult following. Yeah, it did have he had a cult following going into it, so it had to live up to some kind of expectation of that. Having said that, there are so many jokes coming at you rapid fire. There is no way you're going to get every one of them, yeah. but they come so fast and it's one on top of the other mm-hmm. that to catch you're never going to catch them all. So some jokes you're going to laugh and you're going to be like, it sounds funny, but I don't know why it's so funny. But other stuff you can there was. He was making cultural references to things that I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. Sometimes. He, he it was it was like here's the thing. Before I went to see it, I had a friend of mine that was like, I just saw Deadpool. If you're gonna go see it, let me know. I'll go see it with you again. I loved it that much. That's what I was kinda like, well, I'm not gonna raise my expectations, but I know this person. They they're very critical of movies. So that but that was the thing. How they spoke was like complete banter the whole time. That's just how they talk. I think there was a part where like they were naming him. He was naming himself. I won't give everything away, but he was like, okay, yeah, I should call myself, you know, this heroic name. And the guy yeah. was like, yeah, well, I wish you to die because, you know, you, you know, you were in the Deadpool. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good name. I should call myself Captain Deadpool. And they looked at each other like, nah, that's just cool. Deadpool. Just, just Deadpool. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you laugh it, and we didn't even deliver it like they did. Yeah. Like, right. You know? And then all of a sudden you're listening, and there's a song playing in the background, like, Deadpool, not Captain Deadpool, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, you don't even catch the lyrics. And all of a sudden you're listening, it's like, oh my God, they're actually singing about the character in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, they, 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 and that's what, and that's what they do in the comics. Like, there's parts where they have like a little, what's the word, chibi, like a little animated version of the yeah. character. Like, you know, it's, it's like I don't know if that's a. They even made a point about breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Within the fourth wall. Yeah. Like the whole movie, he broke the fourth wall, <laughs> but he broke the fourth wall within the fourth wall, which is like, and I think he said it is like, this is the sixteenth wall I'm breaking. <laughs> And it was funny, it was just, but that's how good it is. You do not need to be a fan of of, of the character to go in there and pick yeah. it up and love it. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy, again, great movie. And who knows, it might be in my top three. I gave it the, the top three that I could think of off the top of my head. 
the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, there there was a fresh slate going into seeing that movie. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very yeah. tough, like you said, to to go ahead and say, what are your top three favorite superhero movies? And, you know, I, I've been alive for a while. Um, so, I mean, you know, uh, I, I love the, I love the dark, you know, dark Knight. I love Superman too. That's, that's one of my favorites It's old school, but I, I, no, I'm not asking you to name all of them. I'm I know, saying, I know, I know, but I'm saying like, what where, I put where it, does this fall in at? It, it, it really, that's the thing that's tough. Cause it's like, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just a movie that doesn't take itself seriously. And that's what makes it work. And that's like a new style of storytelling in my opinion like guardians of the galaxy i think did that a little bit but they had to to be like okay here's a you know here's a dude a green dude a green chick a talking tree and a raccoon there's only so far you can really take that without yeah not take yourself seriously this movie is just like it has way more believability than that movie but it doesn't take itself Seriously, at all. Well, I, I dis- there, there's a point at the in the in the middle of the movie where you discover how and why it becomes Deadpool. Where all of a sudden, this movie is never taking itself seriously. Makes you feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there's there's some parts, but in other words, I mean, he's not he's not he's not stealing a rocket ship. He's not. You know what I mean? He's right, not right, trying to do right. anything out of the box. I think that's phenomenal because it's really hard to like. We both said we came out. It was like. We're so used to watching these movies with a critical eye because when you get the preview of it, it's like dun dun dun. dun. Here's the guy, and he's he's tough, and you know he's serious, and everything is played with this big orchestrated music and wah wah wah. You know, so you have these other things to compare it to. This movie just was like, nah. Look, you're gonna be entertained, you're gonna like it, but look, we're not. You know. It, it it knew that it couldn't follow the same suit as the other superhero movies, so because it, it didn't just have was, the money. Well, that that helped it. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I, I think those other movies get you know once they get successful, they're like here's all the money, make this this operatic, you know, yeah, bad, yeah. Bad, uh, and it's like no, man, you know, sometimes the they survive just because they're fun, right? I don't need um. This took complete seriousness all the time. It wasn't a world-threatening thing. It was just something that affected only his world. Yeah. Like, okay, put it like this. If I was to rate this movie on just, like, sheer entertainment, like, mm-hmm. holy crap, I laughed. Holy crap, that's that that's a super, like, I, I, could, I could put that, I could put that in the top, top 10 for sure. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy top 10. Would it be number one? I No. No, it's just, but it's just, a, it's just a character that I know who he is, but I never felt that uh, connection with. Mm-hmm. But as far as like just the execution and just like, hey, I don't like spending a lot of money right now, but I had no problem spending money on that. So I, I would put that up in a you know in a top ten status for sure. Well, it's the kind of movie you walk out of there, you walk out of there knowing that you're getting the DVD, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. the Blu-ray. Or I'm yeah, dating yeah. myself, and I'm a Gita Carano fan anyway. So nah, I know you don't like no. the mullet, but you know. But that was, I, and that's the other thing too. Really quick, I love the cast. I don't say that too much about any superhero movie. I might be like, oh, I like this guy as this, but I love the whole cast, even the best friend. Yeah. You yeah. like you love best friend? He know? was yeah, he was like he was straight up. He was like, "Man, good luck. 
I ain't going with you. I, I love that. You know, can I tell you, at first I was like, is that Haley Joel Osment all grown up? <laughs> but it wasn't him. And the second time I did it was when they had the blind lady. I'm like, God, Nichelle Nichols, Star That's Trek. who I thought it was. I know. It didn't, but it wasn't it Nichelle wasn't Nichols. Her. It so, wasn't her. I thought it was the dude from Napoleon Dynamite at first. What's his name? John Hader? Or? Yeah, the Napoleon Dynamite guy? That's oh, who yeah, I no, thought. I didn't that. think that. I thought Nichelle Nichols for sure. No. no. <laughs> 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 he had the best friend, the, the dude. I, I know, the dude, I yeah, know. No, you got me. You know, uh, but that was yeah, that was some that was that was good. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good things about it. I say go see it. I think that's definitely a uh, that could be a cult classic. Absolutely, go see it. One hundred percent, one of the best superhero movies uh, that's been put out there in terms of sheer just fun. Yeah, and we didn't even spoil everything. No, so yeah, that's a good sign. That's how much we care. We say spoiler, but we try not to spoil everything. Not everything. There you go, guys. So uh, I hope you liked it. And if you have any thoughts on the movie, please feel free. Write in. Share them. We'd love to talk about them. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, so, I talk about that all day. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is going to wrap it up for another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. Hopefully next week we do a little bit more Disney-centric uh, topic, but I, I do contend that the Deadpool discussion was really good, and it really is something that y'all need to check out, whether you're Disney-centric, Marvel-centric, whatever. It's really worth checking out. And speaking of checking out, check us out, magicourway.com. That is where you can find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast all of our past episodes are on there. You can find links to all of our various different social media uh, outlets, our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Kevin even has an Instagram page. Pinterest. We're climbing up the ranks on the iTunes, man. I saw that. Yeah, we're climbing. Well, not only that, but I mean, I keep getting hit up on Pinterest. Every time I'm at work, my ding, ding, ding. Pinterest. Pinterest? We're Pinterest. Pinterest. I don't understand it. I don't know what he's doing over there, but he's... He's working magic on Pinterest. That's what he's Kevin, doing something. He is doing something. So Kevin has got us involved into a whole lot of different things. Oh boy. But you only got to go one place to find them all, and that's the magicourway.com website. Go check us out over there. There's a donation. Guys, send us some beignets. $2.14. $2.14. I'm I'm thinking maybe he did that in honor of Valentine's Day because I took my daughter for beignets and they were easily over four bucks the other day. So two fourteen may have been a Valentine special. I don't know, but hey, buy us some beignets. We're hungry. We can use the money. This stuff ain't cheap. It's it, there's a lot. There's a lot of blinking lights in front of me right now, and mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how half of this stuff works. This is why it takes us an hour and a half to get started every every week. Yeah, we got to stay up late, and then you know we still need the energy to drive home. Evan has to go further than I do. I just have to walk upstairs. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 Yeah, I'm good. I just gotta walk. I just gotta walk off my patio. So yeah. I have the mental stress of working these buttons and knobs. That's that's all I got here. That's tough times. Uh, yeah, that's tough times. Yeah, yeah. We, we all do our part. I but got that, was, that interstate thing I gotta worry about. Well, since you you've worked so hard to be here and you got such a long drive home, Eli, tell these people a little bit about you and 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 how they can help support you and your dreams. Well, when I have a lot of beignets and sugar in my system, I feel the need to always draw. And one thing I do love to draw is comics. And uh, the book I finished out now is Project Geisha, which you can find on Facebook. 
forward slash Project Gation. There's a page of all kind of uh, art, and you can leave comments and such. Still working on the ivorycomics.com website. Danny, you know the story I had about that. Mm-hmm. I am redoing that son of a gun. Really good. If you saw the old site, it was like stuff that was just still. It's just like a little gallery. I want things to pop out because now that I'm part of the Mohican Nation, I see personalities popping out every day like popcorn at the movie theater <laughs> before you see the most awesomest movie that we just reviewed tonight. So uh, anytime you want to go ahead and uh, you shoot me uh, a hey on Facebook, Facebook, uh, Eli HRS, where you can find me. Twitter, I am at Hancock10166. I can be found on Instagram at EIV504. And please, by all means, if any of those ways to find me are tough, you can always go to the Magic Outway site and say, hey, I heard this guy draw some stuff. He sounds pretty funny. Yeah, a little kooky. Can we get his book? Project Gage is in there, 40 pages fully colored, and some added bonus featured uh, comic strips by me and Mr. Daddy here personally. He's yes. always humble about that, but that's why I got to go ahead and throw out what I threw out because we artistics buff talking Disney stuff while pipping our own stuff. How you doing? You know the spiel and the deal. You know the glory. It's about the story. Make that happen, y'all. <laughs> and Lee. Tell us about your glory. I got to follow that. You do Uh, have to follow that, sir. You do. Make us want to book with you, man. (laughs) Because I got a coupon in the mail the other day. They told me I can get 30% off of my Disney vacation. Tell me why I should go with you instead. Oh, because I I can still get you that 30% off. You just got to tell me what number's on that coupon. I'll hook that up. (laughs) (laughs) You're good either way. Uh, I know that. But if we're in the mood to book a vacation, tell us who we should call. Ghostbusters, but I have to call <laughs> Ghostbusters. Call me at 832-570-5490. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. You can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Still not too late to take advantage of uh, some spring discounts. Uh, maybe you want to uh, check out that new Adventures by Disney uh, itineraries that are coming out for next year. Uh, whatever you want to do, Disney Cruise Line, Disney California, you know, anything you want to do, Disney, we can do it. So uh, get hooked up, get booked up, and give me a call. If you're hearing things looking under your bed, what? <laughs> Who are you going to call? Lasto Vika! <laughs> Say it again! <laughs> Booking makes me feel good. I afraid no trip. That's right, Lee. We wrote we wrote your jingle. Um that'll be six hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. But guys. Lee's worth every bit of it. I will not book my Disney vacation without Lee ever. If you want to go ahead and get in touch with us, do what Captain Stan did. MagicRWade at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to go ahead and do it. You can send us an email there. Or you want to be a little creative, you can go ahead and call us or text us at 1815MOWEEKEND. That is 1815MOWEEKEND. Right. So just go ahead and do that or go to our webpage there's links to all of our social media outlets facebook twitter google plus instagram follow along with us anytime anywhere we're there we're in your pocket whenever you're walking around the magic our way is in your pocket on your cell phone 
We mobile. Like, yes. We're stalking you. Is what we're doing. In a nice way. Yes, in a nice way. In and I have a Disney Day way. Yes. We're with you whether you know it or not because we love you so much. And, and we, we want you to laugh and enjoy your day. Yes, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> we can't help ourselves help you. Uh, the only way that you can get rid of us is to leave your phone at home. <laughs> well, don't do that. No, don't. you don't want to do that. You need your phone. Yeah, the kids might need a ride home. That's right. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. And, uh, oh, I got two words to say to you. Magic out.